What it do, baby? Welcome back after a three-month break. I just looked it up, Ben. Three months to another episode wow. of the Patty Melt Boys NBA pod. I'm, of course, your host, Matt Edlin, and joining me from the district is my co-host, Ben Ryder. First thing is first, apologize for the long hiatus, everybody. Uh, we have about 12 or 15 loyal listeners, according to our stats. And uh, I know you've been clamoring for more content. No doubt about it. No bones about it. Bones Highland. You like that one? Uh, yeah. I got married. Ben, you got a new job. We've just been busy. And you know what? A lot of stuff has happened. A lot of stuff. The Nuggets got eliminated. I don't know if... Uh, the Nuggets be... won a playoff series first. They though. did. Did we talk? We didn't talk. We about raised. That at all? Uh, I don't think so. We raised Austin Rivers jersey to the roof of the ball <laughs> arena. Then we what burned was it, Austin uh, Rivers game, jersey. Uh, game three, Austin Rivers game, in the <laughs> I, first I round. Think so yeah, I think he had 16 points in the fourth quarter. That was huge. Yeah. Uh, you're gonna be bummed when we talk about. Well, we'll just say it right now. Uh, the Nuggets are planning on re-signing him. I think just to a one-year deal. But anyway, I do want to get one thing out of the way first, Ben. Um, after initially being pretty damn sure that we were going to be at summer league this year, as is our want to do as it's our thing, Ben, we've been there once, but it's we plan on going every year. Yeah. We're summer league, summer league insider. So it starts this weekend, but we ultimately aren't going to be able to make it to Vegas for the annual event. I was cool with the decision initially. Um, as we said, we both been busy, got a new job. Things came up. Uh, but now with only a few days away until the event actually starts, I'm pretty bummed, Ben. I want to go. I'm with like, what you. Are you what, are, what are your thoughts here? No, I, I, I saw we should those, be flying uh, out Sunday morning. Right. I saw those rosters start to come out. Like they were posting them on Instagram and stuff. And I was just like, yeah. oh man, you know, like, you know, especially with the rumor that Jimmer was back. I, I was just like, man, we are really missing out. And yeah, it's, it's sad to miss it. Let's not miss it again. This is a one-time thing. You know what? Summer 2022 is going to be much easier to make happen. You're going to be more into your job. You can request it well in advance. Uh, the season's going to be back to its regular schedule starting this upcoming season in October. So it's going to be, you know, right after 4th of July, like it normally is. So we can just kind of have that date uh, planned well in advance. Yep. And also, you won't ben, be getting married again. I won't be. No, I won't be. And you know, I will. We'll see if we renew our vows someday, but it's not going to be a year after. So <laughs> I think next summer is going to be pretty open for me. Also, Ben, how we're going to make this up to our fans, I think, is right now the plan is for the Patty Mount Boys to be in Brooklyn for the NBA draft next year. Yep, uh, we're going to do a two for and. Uh, hmm. Also, I, I think I may be breaking a little bit of news here, but I think there's a Buffs game this fall in our future. That's what I hear, at least. I hear there's a big Buffs-USC game. This USD fall, so. or USC? USC, University of Spoiled right. Children. So I, I think, <laughs> that's, guy. I, okay. I think uh, that's in the future, too. I don't know if it's that game, but... You know I know what? the I know I'm the in. Patty Melt Boy listeners are big CU Buffs, you know, college football fans as well. So we'll we'll yep. dip into that maybe. Hey, I'm all in. It would have been cooler for me if it was USD coming to play in Boulder, but I will take USC as well. Uh, I think the Buffs are probably going to be pretty decent again this year. I don't know what they lost exactly, but they've actually been fairly good the last few years. I saw Lonzo Ball play there. We're going to get into a little Lonzo okay. talk in a little bit. Uh, but when he was uh, with his one year at UCLA, I saw him play uh, well, at the Forum. I don't know what their arena is called. 
at CU. Yeah, I'm not sure either, but uh, you know, now the district no longer home to Russell Westbrook, but it is home to Spencer Dinwiddie, former That's right. buff. I'm pretty CU. excited actually about that. Go buff. So. I, I want to talk about that later too. I, I, I want to talk about Spencer Dinwiddie because I am a fan. Wow. Did you hear that thunder? Whoa, what happened in Denver? <laughs> Uh, as far as I can tell, it's not really raining too bad out, but that seemed pretty close. Uh, wow. Anyway, if I'm going to keep trucking here. I'm a pro. What happened? <laughs> yeah, if the internet cuts out, that's what happened. But I'm a pro, so I'm going to keep going. As you mentioned, the roster, Ben, one of the reasons I'm most bummed as well about not going to Summer League is because the squad the Nuggets will be rolling out looks pretty good. It includes the newest Nugget, their 26th overall pick from last week's NBA draft, Nation Bones Highland. Let's hit this first. Ben, what are your initial thoughts on the newest Nugget Bones, other than he just dropped his EP today, seven tracks. I listened to it. It's actually pretty good. I'm not going to lie. It's pretty good. What are your thoughts? Seven tracks. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. I was thinking yeah. he just had time to like roll out one. I mean, the guy it wasn't a single. All... It was a full EP. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it seems like the guy is busy. He just got drafted. He he drops drops an EP. I mean, he's all over social media. He's filling in like a nice uh, void in Nuggets Twitter. You know, RJ Hampton. Yes. He was kind of our guy. Was really online. Then he, he's, he was gone, and we didn't really have somebody like that. But he's coming in. Jamal did a good job, actually, in the offseason. Jamal's been but good. I, I do want to mention, too, again. real quick, I you just uh, you just maybe un, un, uh, what's it, unwittingly dropped a pun. He, you said he's been busy. His rap name is Busy, B-I-Z-Z-Y. I did not know. That was certainly <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> unwitting. But, yeah, no, I mean – He's what the Nuggets need. Like if like I I did not know anything about this guy until he was drafted. But like he's he can handle the ball and more than anything he can shoot threes, right? Oh yeah, yeah. He shot. Let's see. Over his two years, he shot forty point five percent, I believe, from three at VCU. Average nineteen point five points per game last season. So and he's got like too. the. He's lengthy. He's very lengthy. He's, he's, so he's six foot two, only 170 pounds. It's super skinny, but I feel like once you get into a weight program in the NBA, like that won't be as much of a problem long-term. I don't know yeah. how well he'll do this year or how much he'll even play this year, but we have a G league team now. So that's nice. Grand Rapids yeah. gold, uh, but he has a six, nine wingspan. So I know that's good. He, he averaged two steals per game as well, which is pretty good. Steals don't always indicate it's not a great indicator of like how good you are on defense, but it's also not nothing. Um, So I think his wingspan certainly helps up, but he's going to bulk up. One thing I really like about him from all accounts, he just seems to absolutely love basketball. He's a gym rat. Like I, I think I mentioned this already, but he has unlimited range. If you watch like his, he's kind of like a Dame Steph level. I won't say he's at their level yet, obviously, but like he, <laughs> he'll pull up from the logo, you know, and he, maybe he shouldn't as a rookie, <laughs> but let's just say he's not afraid to. And even with if he's doing not that taking those often, shots, Austin Rivers is. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> but even if he, even with taking plenty of those shots last year, forty percent from three, so. I think yeah. he's pretty solid. Here's what I love the most about him. I'm not a draft guy. I don't know. I didn't know him before, but I saw the reaction of the Nuggets like war room for the for the draft. And yeah. that was their guy. That was Tim Connolly's guy. 
Absolutely. And we've seen drafts now where it's kind of, you can tell the nuggets trade down or trade out. And it's like, they just weren't excited about anybody. And you kind of just like, there's Tyler usually a guy that we, right. Or they take somebody <laughs> that is just, it's just like, nobody gets excited about, yeah. but you could tell they wanted this guy. Like he was what they were waiting for. And that's what makes me excited. I mean, that, that, that like GM core is known for drafting guys late that turn out to be really good. And so I don't know that that's what got me excited about it. And like Tim Connolly's face just sitting there was like, yeah, <laughs> we got him. It's because they draft guys that love basketball. Like I, I feel like, so bones apparently rapped for them during his interview, which they really like. So I know they love his personality, but he also just like, they draft guys who want to be in the gym and who are dedicated to getting better. Zeke Naji, we're going to talk about him in a little bit. Um, he, he was one of those guys last year. I don't, I don't remember the, the draft room, the war room, what their uh, excitement level was when they drafted him. But I know when they drafted him, I was like, eh, okay, 6'11 yeah. guy. Like, uh, you know, what, what really can he do? I've never heard of him. He's got that floppy hair. Uh, <laughs> I didn't like the look, but he was solid this year, and I think he's going to add a lot next year. I do want to say about Bones, too. He's already talking that talk, so I hope he can walk the walk. But he said every single team that passed on him is going to pay. He's already, like, out there, like you said, filling a big void on Twitter for Nuggets Twitter. <laughs> Nuggets Twitter already loves him. The fans love him. But he also was really bummed, I think he said in an interview, that he didn't get to play in March Madness last year. So his team actually had to end up forfeiting their round one game because of COVID protocol. So I feel like the reason why the Nuggets war room was so pumped was because if he actually got to do some of the stuff he did last year on a national stage, he might've been a lottery pick. Yeah. He's under the so, radar for sure. Yeah. And how about this comp for bones? I saw on draft night, Jamal Crawford. Yeah. I mean, I have not watched him enough to know, but like just the body Me either, type, but I like the comp. Pretty, yeah. And when you, when I saw that, like you put, put that in, like, I was like, yeah, like that would work. And that would be, I mean, if he's anywhere near that, that would be fantastic. Really? Yeah. I don't know what we're going to see this rookie year, but if that, if that's what he is long-term and he's coming off the bench, I have a hard time. I mean, I guess a few years down the road when Will Barton's no longer on the team, if we don't have another two guard, maybe yeah. he comes in and plays next to Jamal in a starting role, but like that's a long ways down the, down the road. I'm not going to project that at this point. Other standouts on the Do summer you, league roster. Oh, go well, ahead. So one question, do you think he's going to get minutes this year? I think he'll get some because they're going to miss Jamal. That yeah. he'll be like fifth or sixth on the guard rotation, though. Like he's not going to get a ton of minutes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you're going to see a lot of Monte. I feel like Faku's actually like the fourth best point guard on the on the <laughs> roster, but you're going to see plenty Faku of him because slander. <laughs> no, no, no. I I just think like him, Will Barton, and Monte, and then PJ Dozier. Yeah. Like if you're actually looking at what the NBA requires, Faku definitely, he, you know, he came in and played well last year. He was a starter for the playoffs and he, and we advanced to the second round. Um, mm -hmm. But he's just, he's undersized and he's scrappy as hell. Players on other teams really hate him. I know that, which is right. good for us, but he'll, but what I was going to say is he might be fourth or fifth best, mm -hmm. but he's going to play a lot because Malone yeah. loves him and who can blame yeah. Malone for loving him. He played really well and he's a vet. Mm -hmm. He's a 30 year old rookie last year, 29 and then turned 30. So, you know, 
as much as his uh, status officially last year was rookie, he's a very solid veteran player. Argentina right. did uh, get beaten in the Olympics, so they're out now. But they had a pretty solid squad. Yep. So other standouts on the summer league roster include Marcus Howard, who I don't think is going to be on the team um, because we already have a full roster. I hear that Marcus Howard is not interested in another two-way deal. So he's hmm. likely not going to be with the Nuggets past summer league, but he's on that roster. Zeke Naji, like we always, already mentioned, and we'll talk about in a little bit, but I want to talk about Bol Bol first. He's on the roster. I haven't yeah. heard much from Bol Bol this year because I'm very confused about the Bol Bol situation. He doesn't seem to be happy in his role. And I think it, it'd be hard for him, right? He came out, I think he was the fifth ranked player in his high school class, hurt his foot in college, and then, you know, slipped all the way to pick 51 or so in the draft when the Nuggets snatched him up. But he's just looks like he's a little, uh, he's a little mopey Mori over there on the sidelines, <laughs> Ben. Like he's not hiding it, that he is bummed. Yeah, I'm confused. I wouldn't be surprised if he's not on the roster by the time the season starts, but he's still on the roster and apparently he's going to be playing in summer league. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. It's, it's kind of a sad situation for the Patty Very. Melt boys, you know, he was a Patty Melt boys favorite. I think maybe even before he went to the Nuggets, we liked him. Um, oh, yeah. Then we then we hung out with him at summer league. Fun guy. Yeah, is is. It's a little bit hard to figure out. I'm not really sure what his role would be with the Nuggets. Like, he just kind of doesn't play defense, like, much at all. And that's kind of tough. He's got a nonchalance to him that doesn't fit well with any sort of defensive scheme. Yeah, it doesn't fit the uh, Mike Malone personality. Not at all. I mean, you're talking about Malone loving Faku. Um, I feel like Bulls kind of the polar opposite of Faku, you know, at least personality wise. I don't know. He's had some like, you know, bright moments in the bubble. Like, you know, I guess that was a year ago. He was, he kind of flashed some like upside and stuff, but it's for sure at this point, it's kind of like, I, I feel like the Nuggets see him every day. They probably know better than anybody else what they have in him. And there's something there that like he just hasn't really seen. They haven't really sh- he hasn't shown, hasn't really improved or something like that. So it's sad, but I don't know. I, I mean, I feel like it kind of it just is what it is at this point. We'll see how he does in summer league. But I think like last he might year, show out in summer league. Yeah, going into that'd last be best season, for him and the Nuggets because he needs to up his trade value. Yeah, going into the last season, I remember talking about like, hey, you know, maybe he can be the next MPJ and be this guy they got late. They really, you know, showed out. I, I don't think he's going to be that. I mean, I think what we can, the best we can hope for right now is that he would like, you know, turn things around enough to be a solid rotation player. But I'm not too optimistic about that right now, unfortunately. Neither am I. Speaking of solid rotation players, though, Zeke Naji. After seeing glimpses Love of what Zeke. he could do last year, I do too, man. He's, he's so from what I understand, listening to other Nuggets podcasts, listening to the front office end of season interviews, is that Zeke is going to have a really good chance next year at getting some nice run as a regular rotational player. I think he'll be a great backup for now that we don't have Uncle Paul on the team. Yeah. And he's just got a defensive versatility and a smooth jumper and i'm excited to see what he can do over the course of a full season not just playing when you know the that front court was kind of hurt like he did last year i mean wasn't his defense for rookie last year pretty damn impressive 
Uh, it's and just then, one game, but yes, I mean, he one game he he did not lock up LeBron, but he played pretty damn well on LeBron for uh, you know again one yeah. game. But it's not not anything to sneeze at for a rookie. So, but then also like I so when he got drafted, I was like you, I was like, uh, who is this guy and stuff. Boring and pick, yeah. I don't know that he like took. I I feel like he didn't shoot that much at Arizona. But man, he like he hit threes last year when he was open. And if he can do that and play solid defense, like that's all we need from him. Literally yeah. all. Like I could care less if he did anything else. If he can play great D or even a like solid D and hit threes, I'm put Zeke Naji in in the rotation. Like give him twenty minutes a game. Like I'm all the way in. I'm with you. Shoot five threes a game and make two of them. You know, yeah. average eight to 10 points. I mean, I think that's what he can do. He can probably do more with more minutes, but that's all you need from him next year. And I, what I always liked about him after he was drafted, because he was one of those guys that we came around on quick. Yeah, he was he was a boring pick. But like after reading about him and like how it became clear that he was already kind of a very professional like person, he worked his ass off. He played within a system already at Arizona. You mentioned he didn't shoot much. He didn't because he said the coaches at Arizona didn't need him to do that. So he'll do anything uh, that is required of him at the pro level. And I just think he's going to be an awesome backup three, four, five, mostly four. Um, So then, and I think Jermichael Green probably slides into a small ball five role. I think that's what we'll do. I mean, it's kind of it's positionless basketball at that point because Zeke's actually taller. So what you know he'll probably still play more of the four role out there. I guess yeah. he'll be he'll be a, a five size. But um, so let's get back to the last thing. I well, one of the last things I want to mention about summer league is the game. Their first game is on Sunday, and they had to cancel their first three days of camp out in Vegas. The Nuggets have officially had their first practice today. I haven't seen any pictures or anything come out yet, but they announced last night that they would be able to practice today. They added some players to the roster. Ben, I don't know if you saw this. Jim Fredette is actually not going to be. I saw roster, rough so. news. We, we were hyped. Yeah, it's a bummer, but I, I saw I saw one tweet, I believe, from Harrison Wind of the DMVR today. And it kind of makes sense. It's kind of a good thing because you're you're giving it probably would have given minutes to a guy who has like no chance of actually being like a two way player or assigned to your G League team, whatever. Like he's kind of taking minutes away from people who actually probably will have a chance and will actually want to like just make a two way contract deal or a G League deal. So so I think that's good. But I don't really know what happened with that. We have no official word on what the hell happened cause the cancellations other than health and safety protocols i'm gonna put the political question on you ben though oh no we don't have to talk about it at all either but like (laughs) the nuggets be more upfront about what happened i'm sure a player or two tested positive there's people you know people flying in from all over the country to be in vegas um testing protocols are what they are i know that if you're vaccinated you can basically do whatever you want in Vegas while you're at summer league. And if you're not vaccinated, you pretty much are relegated to the arena in your hotel room, uh, according to the NBA rules. So I, I, I don't know with this Delta variant spreading rapidly. I don't know that the nuggets have a responsibility to say what happened. You obviously can't out which player it was without them volunteering that information, but it's a slippery slope. I don't know. You don't have to answer the question. 
Should they be think, more upfront, at least think, with what uh, I think that's a HIPAA map. Yeah, that's what the players would <laughs> uh, say. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't know. I, to be honest, I don't really care too much. I feel I like it's either. like a summer league team. I feel like you can say whatever the hell you want or don't want to say about them. So I'm not too concerned about yeah. what they do or do not say. I think the I think as long as they follow like the protocols and whether they tell everybody like what the issue is, like I'm fine with it. it I mean, it's like you know, it's kind of a bummer they can't like get into camp and get those guys ready to play. But whatever, yeah. they'll survive. But it's a it's a summer league team. I mean, yeah. if they if they come out and Zeke Naji plays well. Bobo ups his trade value. Bones Highland shows glimpses. I don't give a shit if the Nuggets win summer league, if they even win a game, you just want it to be. So like practices don't matter. So I'm, I'm with you there. I I think that, you know, you're protecting these, these kids in a way too, by not like exactly saying what happened. It also wouldn't be a big deal to just be like, yeah, a couple people tested positive, but we would quickly find out. I feel like no players got dropped from their roster. I feel like we would have heard that. I I wondered if the issue was with Jimmer. Well, (laughs) as far as I know, he was just like not going to be able to make it because he had COVID or something. But yeah, as far as I know, no, but they didn't say why he wasn't going to be. It was just such a cryptic tweet about like why he, like there's like a last minute issue and it's like true hmm. yeah i mean i, I feel know. like they're not like negotiating like his summer league contract like i feel no. like that's not like <laughs> gonna be the issue like no no oh, he didn't all. give me this ten thousand dollar bonus or didn't give jimmer's me right a summer league vet <laughs> yeah jimmer's a summer league vet he knows what the contract's all about yeah i had he forgot knows. that he was on the nuggets summer me league too uh, I until saw a i picture saw of the it. picture get tweeted out yeah so. <laughs> i had completely forgotten about that so jimmer will not be on the bench he will not be on the squad <laughs> one person that will be on the bench the coach's bench ben kenyon Martin will be an assistant coach for the Nuggets Summer League squad. Your buddy. He's my buddy. He uh, was very nice to me at the mall like two or three years ago. So I just said I was a fan and he said, appreciate it, boss. And uh, we (laughs) went on our, we went on our way. Yeah. I went into, I've told this story on this pod before, I think, but I went into Neiman Marcus, which is very high end at the Cherry Creek Mall here, just because I've never been in a a fancy mall too. It is. Yeah. Fancy mall, fancy neighborhood. Damn right. With the Damn high right. rollers. Yep. But like there, you know, there's your typical stores there too, you know, J crew, uh, hot topic, that type of thing. But there's all also right. like, you know, Louis Vuitton, Tiffany's, uh, then there's Neiman Marcus that carries all those luxury brands. This is a boring story. Uh, but I went in there just cause I'd never been in one before. Super lame reason to go in anywhere. Experience. Yeah. But then so I saw Kenyon Martin in there. So it all worked <laughs> out and he was nice. So, you know, I gotta say, uh, Colorado Malls, a good place to meet athletes. Um, yeah, I was at the Flatirons Mall mm-hmm. probably about seven or eight years ago. The day before, I had gone to a Colorado Rapids versus the uh, Swansea City Swans, a uh, previously Swansea English City. Premier League team. Next okay. day, I'm at the mall. Uh, those guys just walking around, and it's America, so nobody knew who they were. Went up did. and said, "Hey, you guys are soccer players, right?" <laughs> Confirmed, they were. They were the Swans. So yeah, yeah, we're the Swans. <laughs> that sounds super intimidating. <laughs> yeah, I think Swans can be intimidating. They're no longer in the Premier League, so ah, uh, they got delegated, uh, relegated. Yeah, 
relegated. Sorry, I watched Ted Lasso. That's the only way I know what happens. Hey, new episode comes out today. So great show. Uh, great show. It's a great I, show. I endorse that show. Yeah, the Patty Melt Boys endorse Ted Lasso. I don't know if John's seen it, but if he does he has. ever watch it. Okay, well then he endorses it too. I can safely say. I don't know a single person who's watched Ted Lasso that doesn't endorse that show. Yeah. There's something so, wrong with you, I feel like, if you don't. So you'd have to be you'd have to be uh what's the guy? Uh Ben Shapiro. I bet he doesn't like it. <laughs> too PC. <Yeah>. Anyway. <laughs> too yeah, too feel good. I hate that. Let's move on I'm to free agency, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa. All right. Free agency, Ben. The Nuggets took care of business early this Love week it. when free agency opened up, signing their own free agents right away. Going to hit them real quick. Will Barton coming back to the team on a two-year, $32 million deal. I didn't see if there were any team or player options on that. I don't think there are. Jamichael Green is coming back to the team as well on a two-year, $17 million deal. That deal includes a player option after the first year. And Ben's favorite Nugget, Austin Rivers, signed Mm -hmm. a one-year deal to come back. Ben, it seems like exactly what the Nuggets needed to do in free agency this year, uh, keeping Green for his veteran presence, interior defense, solid three-point shooting, and Jokic loves the guy. Also, with Jamal Murray out, I think the most important thing that happened was that Will Barton is coming back. Um, several reasons, playmaking ability, scoring prowess. He also loves Jokic and Jokic loves him. He's, he was like the first Jokic guy. Yeah. Like when Jokic was a rookie and a sophomore, uh, he said that Jokic was the real deal. Him and Mike Miller. Remember Mike Miller did an interview one time and they said like, who's, who's going to be like the big, the best player on the Nuggets roster. And he said, it's Joker, no doubt. And he's the one who gave Jokic the Joker nickname as well. So uh, what do you what do you think about the Nuggets bringing these guys back? I think this is uh, well deserved for all of them, including Austin Rivers. Give him another year. Uh, he's a vet. I feel like his time with the Nuggets went well. He said all the right things. He did all the right things. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think it's great. Um, it to to me honestly, it's more of it's not so much about like what the Nuggets have done this off season. It's like what the other teams in the NBA have done. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, it, and I think I can safely say that no team in the NBA has gotten like way better. You know, you look at what the Lakers have added, like, it's just kind of like, whatever, not a big deal. I mean, I'm yeah. not too worried. About I'd have rather it. had Buddy healed if I were the Lakers. Right. Um, you know, like the Bucks have arg- arguably gotten worse, like the heat got better, but are they really like contenders? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the nets are going to be tough for sure if they're healthy. But we saw last year, those two weeks post Aaron Gordon trade when Jamal Murray was healthy, like we saw a Nuggets team that I still firmly believe would have came out of the West if they're fully healthy. I do too. Based on what everybody's added this offseason, I think they run it back and they still have an excellent shot of coming out of the West. I hear people talk about like, well, who's the favorite now? Like the Lakers did this, like, you know, how good are they? I don't know. I, I, I firmly believe this and I've never thought this about the nuggets before. <laughs> I think they're the best team in the West. Like I would it's put, a good if feeling, we were right? going to Vegas this year, I would put money on them coming out of the West. Like who comes out of the East? I don't know. Like the nets, if they're healthy, that's really that's tough. Probably. Yeah. But like running it back is the right thing to do. I am not an Austin rivers fan, but he showed me like, he's a great defender and like he's Jamal's way better be than out. advertised like, yeah we need to have a point guard and like you're right like he's matured a lot like I, i'm on board with that 
I'm really on board with Jermichael Green. Like I heard he took like less money probably to come back to Denver. Like I heard that's the same. a big deal. Like he wants to play with Jokic. Jokic loves him. And then Will Barton gets a hard, hard rap from Nuggets fans a lot, but like the guy doesn't deserve it. Like, no, he doesn't deserve it. He shows up, he plays hard. He's a spark. Like, I don't know. It's, it's been a great off season. Like, Last off season was pretty rough. I think we can both say after we lost mm-hmm. Jeremy Grant, um, but this is good. Like I, I feel very like happy about like what the Nuggets have done. Also, like the speed that they did it. They just knew what they wanted to do. Took and care they of went it. out and did it like right away. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, that's kind of how the Nuggets operate, right? And we'll talk about MPJ not agreeing to an extension yet. Uh, usually, they take care of things pretty quickly. Um, but like, yeah, Jamichael got the lifetime uh, vouch from Jokic early last season when he said he wants to play with Jamichael for the rest of his career. Uh, th- I mean, the thing you got to treat these things properly with how your superstars want the team to look too. I read that Tim Connolly asked Jamal before free agency, before the draft, maybe even after them, what the team needs to contend. And he said health. That's all they need. Basically, he's saying, when I come back, we're good. And I've heard Jamal's uh, rehab is going extremely well. And this is not surprising. I think that the Nuggets have had to, like, temper Jamal a little bit to not go so hard at this rehab. Because Jamal, for all the – I kind of hate this, that everybody goes back and forth. Or everybody mentions this way too much. But, like, Jamal really has Mamba mentality. And I'm sorry for saying it, but he does. (laughs) Like he was invited I you were to that... tell a story about Kitchener, Ontario. And... No, no, no. But he was invited to that to that uh, Kobe camp before Kobe passed away for a reason. Kobe saw something in him. He very much has that mentality, like that go for your throat mentality. I'm glad actually that I I think Devin Booker is great. I'm glad Devin Booker actually told reporters during the NBA Finals maybe before to stop comparing him to Kobe because he's yeah. not. And that's not that's not saying anything bad about Devin Booker. He's awesome. But mm-hmm. like, just quit with all that shit. But I will say, Mamba mentality, Jamal Murray has it. Um, one other thing before we get to MPJ, we also signed Jeff Green. We're getting in on right. the everlasting <laughs> Jeff Green experiment, Ben. I'm excited. Yeah. Two years, ten million. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's the money is really good, and you're, you you yeah. said it like he was he was really good for Brooklyn last year. I feel like there's a vibe with Jeff Green that it's just like once you sign him, like it's just gonna be like disappointing. But like nah. I don't know, like teammates he's late in his think. career, right? Like he makes yeah. a lot of sense for us. Like honestly, I I had just kind of forgot about that. But that's like a great that's a that's a really good signing in my opinion. I think it's perfect for what they need off the bench because he's versatile. He's yep. I think he's six eight. He or can maybe play the six five. nine. He can play the five and he can play the three and the four. Like he's so versatile. He's like yep. a, he's like a veteran Zeke Najee, probably Zeke's yep. probably more uh, four and then backup five, like th- third string five, maybe, but like, you know, he guarded LeBron a little bit last year. I think he can slide down to three, but anyway, I mean, Jeff Green's the veteran version of that and the more athletic version of that. Probably Jeff Green played. I had no idea he played so much last year. He played 27 minutes per game last year for the Nets. That's very impressive to me at like how long he's been in the league. And he shot 41% from three averaging 11 points per game. 41? 41%. Like we, I saw somebody tweeted out like the, the roster, like, like kind of like what the first, 
Uh, first team and second string would be for the Nuggets this year. And like the only player who really doesn't shoot threes fairly well is PJ Dozier and he can get hot. Yeah. Like huh. I feel like you surround Jokic with this shooting. I'm once Jamal comes back, especially with like all the shooting that Jokic has around him, I'm kind of with you, Ben. Like if they're healthy, they're probably the best team in the West. Well, that's what I was about to ask. I mean, has has Jokic ever been surrounded with this many good shooters? I don't think so. Not this many, this like, a consistently good shooters. Yeah. yeah. Now they What's are. Aaron Gordon? It, he can't be shooting too well, Okay. Right? No, you're right. Aaron Gordon's like, well, so when he got traded to us last year, I think he was he's, shooting like 38, 39%. Yeah. But he wasn't he was shooting a lot of them. Yeah. And he and actually. I think that was an aberration kind of, right? For his career. It kind of was. For his career, usual. it was. Yeah. But, like, players mature into that. I think what players work on a lot, especially now in the modern NBA, as they as they like grow into their game is shooting. Yeah. So he's not I, like an awful, like, isn't no, he like career, like 34, 35. I think maybe? so. Yeah. So he's a serviceable, he's a serviceable three point shooter. So yeah, maybe Aaron Gordon and PJ Dozier are not the best three point shooters, but you kind of don't want Aaron Gordon doing that anyway. That's not nope. what he's out there for. He's for defense. Aaron Gordon could average nine points per game next year and have like the perfect nugget, like exactly what the nuggets need from him. Yeah. You know, like he could, as long as he's engaged in defense and he's cutting and, you yeah. know, Jokic is finding it. He'll have games where he scores 30 points and then he's going to have a game where he scores six. Yeah. You know? I mean, when Jamal is healthy again, I think his numbers are going to go up. I mean, we saw those two weeks, like he got so many easy buckets. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, I, I went to a game during those two weeks. He, he probably scored like three like, quarters were just dunks, right? Like, oh, yeah. I think they, there was a crazy percentage of his points that were just like dunks and layups. Yeah. So, but yeah, I went to the, it was the first game that fans were allowed to against his old team, the Orlando yeah. Magic. And he had like the first 12 points of the game. Then he finished with 20 some points. Like, but I think he shot like eight of 10 from the field or something like that. Yeah. He also needs to work on his free throw shooting. But uh, the big question for me coming out of all of this uh, free agency stuff, when are the Nuggets going to sign MPJ to a maximum? to a maximum extension and are you concerned at all that they haven't done it yet they usually take care of these things quickly i saw you put in the outline our guy mike singer he said yes. I, I keep seeing his tweets saying nothing to be concerned about like they're gonna get it done like don't worry about it but it is a little weird right because like yeah. Jokic and jamal like that was like a no questions asked. Like even when a lot of people were talking about like, is Jamal Murray really like a max guy? It was like first day of free agency. Like we've heard they the did story. It. Tim Connolly was up there in Canada with his like family. Like they did it. Like no questions asked. They just gave it to him. I yeah. think MPJ is in that territory now. Um, so it's a little weird, uh, but I'll trust Mike Singer. I will too. I was a bit concerned. I thought, so after the Austin River signing and you were kind of bummed, even though I know you've come around a little, like we still, we still just talk, you know, like a play as if you absolutely hate the guy. Um, and you might not, you know, might not be a hundred percent all the way around on him. But anyway, I said that, you know, you'll feel better in the morning when, when yep. the news comes across at midnight that MPJ signed his max extension. Still hasn't happened. What is it? Uh, five days later now still hasn't happened. I'm not concerned either. I'm going to, I'm going to decide to trust Mike Singer here. Just like when it comes to the draft, we trust Mike or uh, we trust Tim Connolly in Connolly. We trust in singer. Yeah. I trust. I'm a little bit bummed that singers off the beat this week. He's getting married. Apparently. Yeah. So shout out. During Mike summer league. Come on, Mike. <laughs> come on, Mike. 
Hey, the whole the whole DNVR squad's gonna be there, and we're missing it. Oh, dang! Unbelievable, Bummer. unbelievable. But uh, Adam Morris, yeah, and Brandon Vote, Harrison Wind, and I think D Line's gonna be there too. Oh, D Line's just there to get drunk. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> as everyone knows, even though John is not with us on the pod today, this is also a Bulls pod, Ben. So let's talk about it. Chicago's gonna be fun. I don't know if they're going to be really good. Like, I don't no. know if, how good they're going to be, but they're definitely going to be better. They're going to be a playoff team. I don't even think they shouldn't be a play-in team. I feel no. like they're going to be a top six seed in the East. I feel like they're like a four or five seed maybe, right? Yeah, yeah. All things like go right. All things go well, they're probably a three or four. But I think like their, their floor healthy is a six seed. Yeah. In my opinion. They have a and lot I of think, good players now. They do. Yeah, they do have a lot of good players. So uh, John really hates Lonzo Ball, and I feel it's like just, John. It's still hard to hates comprehend. The really. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, of all guys, like Lonzo, like Lonzo had nothing. He's to gotten do pretty with, good. He's he's like a good, solid player. He's like honestly a perfect fit for like right beside Zach Levine. I think you know, like oh, yeah. he doesn't need the ball. He's a good. He's developed into a pretty good shooter. Like. He plays great defense. Like, I feel like he's like a perfect fit for like Zach Levine, who like dominates the ball and doesn't play defense. And but all this those is things. John's issue. He hates Zach Levine too. <laughs> as much as like Zach Levine has kept getting better and better, like John just wants him gone. Yeah, I mean, I'm not the biggest Levine fan, but he he can he can put in buckets and like that's like a valuable skill. You know, um, he's far, no, he's far I mean, from like he's far from a number one option, in my opinion, for like a contender, obviously. Yeah. But like, I, I don't see why John hates him, especially at like I just heard today listening to the Rosillo pod. He's making 19.5 million. That's a good salary for Zach Levine to be making. I don't get John's yeah. uh, John's hate towards him. Yeah. I mean, to circle back on Lonzo, the guy like. His dad like is out of was out of control. Like I get it, like and was annoying and stuff. But that was like never Lonzo. Uh, like that's a nice substitution you got there. Uh, right, yeah. Um, but that so was like the never Lonzo to the, to the CU Buffs beer here, the Stampede. Oh, I'm jealous. Drinking those yeah. Colorado brews. First time I've seen it, so I had to buy it. The Napa Valley of beer. Um, yeah. But yeah, like uh, Lonzo, I mean, I just feel like he's a pretty like good kid. Like he, he like, he's not really like about the stuff, like his dad's stuff. He, he's no. not like LaMelo kind of like in your face or anything like that. So no, I don't really all. understand Lonzo hate at this point. I might, I've always had a soft spot for him because he went to UCLA. So maybe I'm just an apologist, but like, I love that signing for the Bulls. Feel differently about the Demar signing, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I love the Lonzo one. I want to hit one more thing on Lonzo before the DeRozan thing. Um, I I think you're probably a little bit of a homer to begin with with Lonzo, but like the way the progression that he's made and like all the things that have come out about him, how he's actually like a quiet guy. He's not this brash guy like his dad. Like all the things you said, I feel like he's gotten better year over year. Well, somebody's calling me decline. Um, so I, I, yeah, I don't really get the hate at this point either. I think John just still probably thinks that he's LeVar's son and that's all there is to it. Cause he doesn't like LaMelo either. Yeah. <laughs> so. Which I mean, after LaMelo's rookie year is tough to do. 
I mean, yeah. I wasn't the yeah, biggest like, Lamelo guy. Either, no, me either. Especially but after Lamelo's fun. Decommitted from UCLA, but like he he's good. Yeah, he's really good. So you don't like it. I don't really like it either. Not for the number that it is. Um, I'm probably just echoing a bunch of other podcasts at this point. DeMar DeRozan's a good player, but three years, 85 million. Yeah. You know, that's too much. I, I kind of understand the Bulls had to do it. Well, did they have to do it? I don't know. But like, it's going to make them better, but it still doesn't yeah. make them a contender in my eyes. This, uh, you know, when like, so Arturis Karnasovas, our guy, yep. you know, Tim Conley protege, like we believe in him and I think he will be good for the or for the Bulls long term. But you know, when Tim Conley started out, he made some missteps. Remember that JJ Hickson deal? Like of course. You know, not everything was like perfect. Get him out of here. And I, I feel like the DeRozan thing might be his JJ Hickson deal. So oof. But yeah. at a much higher number. <laughs> yeah, a lot higher. Like yeah, a lot higher. So I know some people think pretty highly. So KOC of the Ringer thinks very highly of DeRozan. Yeah, I, um, heard I think. That. What was I think he, he thinks this that is was crazy. <laughs> that was crazy. For this number, it's just not the case. Uh, I think I think our guys Bill Simmons and Rasillo are probably more correct on this. And it's just so I know. I think getting DeRozan, like I said, it's going to be good for the Bulls. It's just the number that that makes it bad. Um, so I don't, I don't blame Bulls fans for being excited for getting him. Uh, he's he's going to be a pretty a solid player. player for him. Yeah. yeah. He's probably more that Zach Levine level, like 19 and a half million, but they're going to pay him almost $30 million a year. Yeah, it's a I don't lot. know. I don't know. But like, what are you going to do with Zach Levine now? He's up for an extension. I believe after next year, his contract is up. So I think he said he wants some respect too, Matt. Would you <laughs> give him respect? I feel like I, you're the, I respect the most pro-Levine guy of the Patty Mount boys. I just think he's solid. And I haven't seen a lot of Team USA stuff, but he's been pretty solid for Team USA too. I want to talk about this career loser stat. That yeah, Johnson I was, so, was going to ask you about speaking, that. Speaking career of Bill loser, Simmons, what do you think? Yeah, speaking of Bill Simmons, uh, I, I don't remember the context exactly that Simmons was talking about Levine and maybe he was talking about the Olympics, but he said Zach Levine is a career loser. And that's pretty true. The Bulls haven't made the playoffs in a while. Um, what was the he stat? Won, he Johnson won at UCLA, us? right? So the stat he's never he sent, won... He, it was the first time winning four games in a row at, at since the college since yeah. college yeah so the olympic team have now won four games in a row and uh it's the first time since college that zach levine has won four straight games so career loser stat john you got us on that one that's pretty true but i think zach levine's a pretty solid player he's not a number one though and unfortunately for the bulls he is still their number one so what else do you want to talk about when it comes to free agency Lakers, Westbrook, Mello. Should we discuss Lowry and the Heat? I know we want to talk about DC and their addition of Spencer Dinwiddie. You have your ear to the ground in DC. I mean, is the city just going crazy? Yeah, I mean, it's it's nuts. Just like you know, people all over the place celebrating the Dinwiddie signing. Um, Crypto, baby. No, uh, I don't know. I am excited for this Wiz team. There's not much buzz about it here, to be honest, but they're kind of just like a, a younger team now. Got a lot of wings. They have a ton of wings. Uh, and and they Tony probably Bradley. Won't, yeah, they won't <laughs> be very good, uh, but they might make the playoffs in the East. They could make the play-in game maybe, uh, but I, I don't know. I feel like they're they're fun again, at least. Like, I would um, agree with that. I feel like, 
I feel like they're definitely going to be a fun team. I think the Spencer Dinwiddie and Bradley Beal thing actually makes a lot of sense. I was surprised that Bradley Beal went from like, oh, he's actually thinking about, you know, requesting a trade to like Spencer Dinwiddie makes him happy. Yeah. Is the Dinwiddie, like Dinwiddie's a good signing, but like, is that really the deal that keeps him in DC? Like what, what happens around the trade deadline? I still imagine Bradley Beal at some point needs to do what's right for him. You would think so. I mean, that guy has been so loyal to the Wizards for like yeah. what reasons? I don't know because they've done yeah. nothing for him ever. Um, yeah, you would think so. Matt, I got to ask you though, as as a big Mellow fan, how do you feel about him going to the Lakers? So Mellow was the only signing that the Lakers made that I was like, hell yeah. Because I like, I think a lot of so Nuggets fans for some reason from the national media got a lot of shit for booing Mellow in the first yeah. round of the playoffs. And it's like, it's the playoffs, dude. There are rivals like mellow scorned us. It was years ago. Actually, most nuggets fans, I think are like over it, but yeah. he's playing for the, for the opposing team in a, in a, for a rival as well. In the first round of the playoffs, we can boo the guy. Um, yeah. But like, I love mellow. He's still one of, if not my all time favorite player, just because he was, you know, he was the Nuggets guy during my formative years, like high school, college. So like a I legit superstar that the Nuggets don't always get. No, absolutely. He was legit as hell, but he's the one signing that they made that I was like, okay, if they're going to actually like put together this, this uh, septuagenarian, whatever <laughs> super team, whatever people are criticizing him for, it's like, that's, that's the signing. I like, I like that Melo's finally going to team up with LeBron it's not the banana boat crew, but it's like as close as we're going to get, you know, yeah. Dwayne Wade's retired. Chris Paul signed for $30 million a year in Phoenix. I think that's a good signing for now, but like when he's 40, he's going to be making $30 million. So, or 40, million. Yeah. 40, 30, doesn't matter. Big number. I was that's happy your prediction, too, like, your uh, Chris Paul prediction did not come true because that would have been a bummer. We were going to do it. would have been pretty damn good then. They would so. have been awesome. We were going to do a pod, what, three, four weeks ago? And my prediction, my big prediction, which didn't, you know, I looked online afterwards. Plenty of people turned out were thinking that the Lakers would at least go for him. The money didn't work out um, and they didn't work out a sign and trade or something. But the Westbrook thing happened before. So what do you think about the Westbrook thing? I actually think the Lakers will figure it out. At the end of the day, they have LeBron and AD. Like those two healthy, they've already proven are like good enough. They already, I think, have a better supporting cast than they did two years ago. I hmm. think. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think they're going to be a, like a pretty good like regular season team. Um like Westbrook is, you know, he's fairly durable and he's just going to go out like ball out. And you're right. Like AD and LeBron were enough to push him to six games against the Suns, who then went on to the, you know, finals and were like a, a really good team. AD was hurt though. Yeah. And now we, I don't know. It's another LeBron's another year older last year. Like he was actually hurt, you know, um, or the yeah. last two years he's actually been hurt. I'm pretty skeptical. Like this Lakers thing's going to work out. I do love it though, from an entertainment perspective, like, I, I don't know, just like having all these guys like Mello and uh, Westbrook and LeBron, like on the same team is going to be a lot of fun. I feel like. Did you? And 
I don't think it's going to work out in the end in the playoffs. I think they're going to, I could see them making the conference finals, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but I, if I had to bet, I think I'd bet on them going out in the second round. Like I, I think this it's weird. I could kind of almost seeing like this being the beginning of the end for, for LeBron. I like that take more than mine that they're going to be fine. That like <laughs> me saying they're going to be fine though. doesn't necessarily mean they're going to win a championship. There's better teams than them for sure. So yeah. I don't know, but the mellow thing I really liked uh, Lowry to the heat that makes them, I think a legit contender, but they're also like, they're not the best. Like if everybody's yeah. healthy, they don't win the championship with that squad. Right. The, the heat are like, they are getting like a bunch of guys. It seems like, and they'll be better. Yeah. It's just tough to see them. It's tough to see them like beating a healthy uh, Brooklyn team or for that matter like you know that Bucks series was pretty rough for them yeah. this year like the Bucks kind of well, ran them off the floor so the Bucks lost PJ Tucker they got George Hill back yeah. who else did they really lose Brooke Lopez is still out there isn't he or I did think they resign him I think I'm not sure I think they're kind of running him back I saw they got a trade for Grayson Allen Ooh. Yeah, I mean, he can um, shoot. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, Dante DiVincenzo will be, like, back healthy next year, right? Um, at least at some point, yeah. I kind of feel a little bit like the the way that Giannis played down the stretch, he's been, like, unleashed a little bit. Like, he has the monkey off his back, and I think, I don't know, if I was the rest of the league, I'd be a little bit scared about that. Like, there's just no pressure for him going forward. And 50-piece like, nugget. Yeah, and I felt like in the past – part of the reason like that they fell apart in the playoffs was Giannis like kind of like there's so much pressure on him and it kind of got to him and I feel like now it's whatever you know he's he's playing yeah. with house money as we like to say <laughs> I loved what he did and let's talk about Giannis and the Bucks now the dude shot 17 of 19 from the free throw line in game six and he got 50 points 14 rebounds like the guy proved that he's one of the top power forwards for whatever positionless basketball nowadays, but like he's yeah. absolutely a beast. He's one of the best. They're coming out with a new top 75. I don't know if they're yeah. going to put him in there because he's still only 26 years old, but he's going to be, if he, he doesn't, I think hurt, he should be in top 75, right? Probably should like, already be. Yeah. He's yeah. the freaking freak. The greatest one of he's already in like there. Yeah. that team. Um, yeah. I like what a great story it. for the NBA though, yes, right? Exactly. Like, That's what I was I mean, going to get he, to. He came back like, you know, and like also all these people that talk about the NBA, it's big markets, big markets. We have now two of the last three years, we have Toronto and we have Milwaukee, like winning mm -hmm. championships. I know Toronto's like actually a big market, but it's in Canada. For Canada. So count. So yeah. yeah. Um, but like, I feel like that's a great story. Like, I think it's really like hopeful for teams like the Nuggets with Jokic, you know, like it is. I mean, I, I don't know. I've never been like so optimistic about the Nuggets future. I think things are looking up for us. At the same time, what's not hopeful, what really, what really this championship did was absolutely destroy my dream of Giannis ever be coming to the Nuggets to join Jokic. Because those two really like each other. And I feel like a couple more years of the Bucks losing. I'm yep. ultimately more happy that the NBA has the Bucks winning a championship um, well, let's, I mean, let's not fool ourselves. I would have ultimately been more happy for real if the Nuggets <laughs> won a championship in like the next couple of years, but it's going to no, happen. Obviously the better I, I outcome. feel it. I, I think it's coming. You know, Jokic is a generational type guy too. And it's like Giannis said after they won, 
he's like they're going for another one but like if they never win again they freaking did it it's like Nowitzki you're a once in a generation type player if you win one I mean you don't even have to win one to be a once in a generation player but like if Jokic wins one cemented his legacy is cemented whatever you want to use for you know people debate what legacy means all the time and it is kind of a bullshit argument uh, or a bullshit conversation because it's different for everybody but Giannis did it Nowitzki did it. Jokic hopefully does it. It's going to be awesome when it happens. Nothing would make me happier. I had this question on here three weeks ago or whatever, when we were going to do one, you know, then we just kind of forgot slash got too busy. Um, How would that feel? The Nuggets winning? I'd straight up cry. I know I would (laughs) not like sob, but I'd be like happy tears. I mean, it's hard to kind of imagine, right? It is hard. At this point, like, there's part of me that's like Jokic is gonna win a title. Like he's too good. It's almost not expected. To. But there's a lot of really fucking good players that have never won championships in the NBA in a lot of sports. Yeah. So you just don't know. And man, that would be honestly kind of tough to live with too. Like that would be really tragic. Uh, yeah. It's so good. <clears throat> um, but I don't know. That would be. I think it's gonna happen. You know, I really do think it's going to happen. I don't know when it's going to happen, but I just like feel like, like Jokic won an MVP playing for the Denver Nuggets. And the Nuggets have never had an MVP before. That's huge. Right. That's kind of wild to me still a little bit. Like this guy won MVP with the Denver Nuggets, right? Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, like, so I know windows can close quickly. Yeah. The Nuggets, like we said, like there's no reason to panic. They're about to extend MPJ for another five years. Jamal just finished his first year of his extension. Jokic is going to sign a Supermax next summer. Pretty much guarantee it. Um, Their their window is wide open for yeah. at least another five years because MPJ's extension doesn't kick in until 2022-2023 season. So like... Their window's wide open. They already have a legit big three. And talk about like in another two, three years, how good that big three is going to be. Yeah. Jokic is going to be in the middle of his prime in two, three years. Well, and you say 26 that. Too. Like you think of that big three, right? And I think in the past, like we thought of big three is like the LeBron, Bosch, D Wade one. Yeah. But like we just watched the Bucks team win this championship with Giannis and Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday and not to like shit on Drew Holiday or Chris Middleton, very good players, but never players. You would have been like, yeah, that's the second best guy on a title team. Like it's not two other top 15 guys. Right. I like Chris Middleton a lot. He's like, I would have never in my life been like, yeah, he's the second best player on a title team. And even the Suns, like the Suns just made the finals and you know it was Chris like Paul and Devin Chris Booker. Paul, they had Devin two Booker guys. And D, yeah, and maybe DeAndre Ayton, Ayton played well. Half playing well, yeah. but either way, DeAndre Ayton, like that's not like the sort of player that's like you know, like the Nuggets have a guy already that's like their third guy is better than him. I think at his at their best, like MPJ, oh, yeah, for sure. I'd take him over Ayton like any day. Like if you just had to, and pick the Suns up. would make that trade straight up anytime too. Yeah, I mean, the so Suns like, would have to give up more. I think, I don't know. I mean, I, I keep holding on to those two weeks, you know, that post Gordon <laughs> trade, like maybe it's small. Gordon's also size. only 26 years old. Like if we can extend him, if he, like we have another year with him before we ever have to think about that, but yeah. you can also find like for what Gordon provides, you can also find the next Gordon. If he, if his number's too high or if you don't end up signing him next year, like Zeke yeah. Naji might already be that guy. We don't know. Like there could be a player out there 
Jeff Green for all for all the years that he's been in the NBA. The Nuggets are his tenth team. For all the <laughs> like, but players like that it's are like the that X factor sometimes. Bobby Portis right. freaking helped Bobby win, Portis, like yeah. played huge minutes for the Bucks. Like, and he's coming back to the Bucks on like an eight million dollar deal or something. I think nine, yeah, nine million, four and a half million a year. I mean, that's you know, he's Bobby crazy. Portis, whatever. But like, yeah, he might. That's like a pretty good number because he's a solid face, player. But yeah. like, you never yeah. know. You never know. Bulls fan favorite, John's favorite. I was gonna say it was a tough series for uh, like old Bulls play or like for Bulls fans. You know, like Bobby Portis campaign. Like a lot of like yeah. Bulls like former guys like yeah. really performed well. It's true. I always had an issue with campaign. I'm a visual guy, and visually, campaign <laughs> really bothers me. <laughs> He's got a yeah. nice game. Visually, his game is fine, but uh, that guy, yeah, you know, I don't have to. I don't have to straight up say how he looks, but you know, <laughs> just I don't like. I don't like those kinds of guys. Those kinds of players. Anyway, uh, so what I also like about Giannis and them and uh, the Bucks doing it the right way is Giannis seems to be. So it's been like a little while since he's actually like had an interview or something, right? Um, he was at the Acropolis in Greece the other day with his brothers. They're all champions now. That is also very cool. Unfortunately, yeah. uh, what's his name? The third one, the youngest one, won it with uh, the Lakers. But anyway, he seems to constantly be throwing spotlight. Or sorry, seems to be throwing. Oh yeah. All right, I got it now. I'm not going to take this out either. I don't. I hardly edit this podcast. So Giannis seems to be constantly throwing spotlight and super teams under the bus, which I just absolutely love. Yeah. And I, uh, I mean, what did all the super teams do after they won or after the Bucks won? They just kept spending. Like we said, the Lakers went out and got Westbrook. They got Melo. They got Dwight Howard. As if that will freaking matter at this point. <laughs> but like you know, they just keep trying to be super. And what it really comes down to is pieces. So I love that Giannis has actually kind of thrown super teams under the bus while he's been uh, just kind of reveling in all yeah. of this championship glory. I mean, I think I, I told you and John, like, uh, you know, team wins a championship. It's kind of like, whatever, if it's not your team. But like, I've genuinely, like, I'm not a Bucks fan. I like the Bucks; They're fine. But like, I genuinely enjoyed all the celebration. And I really liked that Giannis, you know, like, he he could have been, like, a lot more diplomatic and been like, yeah, I just, like, you know, wanted to win here or whatever. But no, like, he, he kind of went after the super teams. Like, I, I did it the hard yeah. way, you know, and stuff, yeah. which is, which he is right. It was easy you know, it's to true. win a championship like, the other way. It's yeah. 100% true. And now we see this afternoon, Kevin Durant signing for four more years with Brooklyn. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's like, do what you want to do. You can go wherever you want. But I, I maintain that one of the most like lame moves in the NBA in the last 10 years was him going to Golden State after they had won seven, had a 72 win season that, yeah. you know, he is on a team that pushed them to the brink and instead of coming back and like, Hey, we're going to challenge these guys. We're going to win here. I'm just going to join a super team. I don't know. It's, it's just hard to like, and like you see Anthony Davis, like crying after last year's finals. Like, like, I don't know. I just felt like it was the fakest thing in the world. Whereas Giannis, it's like a real true, like feel good story. I feel like. Yeah, I agree. Like his, his emotions that he had when he went and had to like sit down at the baseline, you know, sent very similar to where we ended up at summer league two years ago. <laughs> at the Thomas and Max Center. Like that that was like real emotion. I'm not I'm not saying like uh 
that Anthony Davis didn't have like real emotion, but it's kind of also like, I don't know that the emotion was manufactured, but it was a shortcut for sure. You know, like you took a shortcut uh, work, you know, trying to demand your way to the Lakers, but let's talk real quick. Last thing, Ben gold medal game between team USA and France tonight. Who you got? Got team USA. I think we're going to bring it home. It's coming home. I, have I know no... we lost to France already, um, but I believe we were kind of up a pretty decent margin before France went on a huge run to win by six or seven. I just know Rudy Gobert can't win a gold medal. <laughs> no way in hell. Oh, no yeah. You, I mean, if you need a reason to root, like I have not been very invested in this Olympics, but uh, you just gave me a good reason to get invested again. So, yeah, there you go. That. It's on it. It's a little late your time, 1030 Eastern time. I'll be able to watch it. It's, one thing, it's on at a much better time for me than the other games have been. I feel like we'd be remiss if we didn't at least mention that one of the things that happened in our long hiatus was uh, the absolute collapse of the Utah Jazz, a real embarrassment lost to a Clippers <laughs> team without Kawhi Leonard. So, Love it. T- tough times over there in Jazz. You know country. what? Fuck Utah. That's all I'll say. I have a cousin, uh, shout out to my cousin, Mikey, who lives out there, who constantly <laughs> sends me Utah stuff, but Utah sucks. We had, a, we had a bet this year that the Nuggets would, that the Nuggets between like who would make it further rounds, not like games and round, you know, like, uh, so the Nuggets got swept, but that I didn't lose the bet, you know, because the Jazz also lost in the second round. Either way, it was a draw. Yeah. But like, the Nuggets were also their second best player was hurt and they lost to yeah. the eventual NBA finals uh, losers. But, you know, right. I will say I'm sure one more jazz thing. fans oh. would say like Donovan Mitchell was hurt, but he was still playing and putting up like whatever. Yeah, he game, played. So, uh, yeah, like I would have know, loved me for that Jamal, Jamal Murray. Murray right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one more thing I do want to say. I like the Suns. I thought going into that finals that I was going to be rooting for the Suns because like my brain told me Suns because I kind of wanted Chris Paul to win because he's so old and like he's been yeah. so good for so long. Yeah. Like every time I know I texted you guys this every time like the Bucks would win or like make a huge play like Giannis's alley-oop or Giannis's block on DeAndre Ayton like I'd find myself cheering for the Bucks. So I feel like my heart was for the Bucks. I still really like the Suns. So I don't know. I just that's how it played out. I was surprised because I thought I was rooting for the Suns. Yeah. Yeah. I think I was Bucks most of the way, but I have a soft spot for the Bucks, the fear yeah. of the deer and stuff. So I'd have been happy either way, but I am, I think, probably more happy that the Bucks won because I like Giannis. He's just it was such a great, an guy. It was a great matchup. Like, give me those types of teams all the time. Like, you know, I don't need this, like, Lakers stuff. Like, no. you know. I don't need they're already, don't need they're Lakers, already hyping Boston. up like I'm okay yeah. without that. They're already hyping up Lakers, Boston, Miami, Golden State already is back. Like the Nets, the, of course. They're already hyping all that stuff up. Kemba Walker is gonna be a disaster in New York. He's good, he's not great, whatever. I think we're done. <laughs> Pretty much. Unless you want to talk about Kemba Walker. No, I feel like we're to the stage of the podcast where we're just kind of like shitting on every other team. So yeah, probably, it's probably good to wrap a good, it up. <laughs> probably a good time to start. We're on our second drink. So, uh, yeah. so that is officially it for the Patty Melt Boys NBA pod. Please like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Shout out to Spotify. I've been using them more often lately because Apple switched up their format and I really didn't it's like really it. Really rough. So yeah. yeah, shout out Spotify. 
Give us a review if you like what we do and uh, like what we hear. Also, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We are where we are at Patty Mount Boys and Kanye West dropped Donda. Just do it. We're all waiting. Right, Ben? <laughs> yeah, I would definitely. We're all waiting for Donda. Anyway, for Ben and our fellow Patty Mount Boy John, this is Matt saying we out.